0: I firmly believe, and what I've seen is that when you help people align on an energetic level, when you help them find their true desires and passions, it's easier for them to bring the mission statement forward because now they're internally aligned. So the company as a whole becomes aligned. Join Edwin Frondozo on the Business Leadership Podcast every week for a unique program featuring insights and actionable items from the world's most successful business leaders. Hear firsthand the exclusive interviews and personal journeys on how today's transformational leaders made it to the top.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, biz leaders. Thank you for taking the time to join me today. I'm super, uber excited to share this episode of the Business Leadership Podcast, where I sit down with a a very good friend of mine, Patrick Dankwa. I've known Patrick over 15 years. Where we first met working at IBM Sales. We learned how to close deals. We built a bond. And then we've grown apart. But have recently reconnected. As we both look to grow. We both look to scale. In our own respective businesses. I'm really excited because... I get to share how Patrick is helping others, other business leaders like you, discover the beauty and benefits of human design while finding your life purpose. So Patrick, he is a human design and transformational coach. He works with business leaders to guide them through their journey of discovering alignment and their natural gifts, talents, and purpose while cutting through the noise of what societal conditioning says true success is. He talks about what's key that helps them get back to the true essence of who they are by dropping the should and learning to reconnect and trust their inner voice. In our conversation, Patrick shares how aligning your energy, your desires, helps not only you, but your company to get aligned. How hustle culture can be linked to fear and a false sense of security. And we also talk about and things that I really love about achieving a flow state through finding alignment in self. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot Communications. It's the business leaders preferred cloud phone service. But without further ado, here we go. Welcome to the business leadership podcast, Patrick.
0: Hey, 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 hey. Thank you for having me. I appreciate being here, Mr. Edwin.
1: Yeah, Mr. Edwin, um, for those who are listening, joining in, just a quick brief history. Pat, I've known almost 20 years, um, started started off in IBM sales together, and we just, we were sitting together beside each other, cubicles, and (laughs) we've been reconnected through the universe, the power of God, as he's... Doing different amazing things in his life. So I'm like, reached Thank out, you, Pat reached out to me. And we're like, yo, let's have a let's have a conversation. But before I keep going, because I could talk about my boy Pat all day. <laughs> but Pat, why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners today? Tell us, why don't you just share who you are and what you like doing when you're not leading emerging business leaders?
0: Thank you. Thank you, Edwin. And yeah, the reminiscing, I love that trip down memory lane. You know, Edwin is a, is a good friend. We are reacquainted. And like you said, you know, nothing happens accidentally. You know, we picked up the tools we're supposed to pick up. And we reunited when we're supposed to reunite, you know, and the funny thing is we're also doing podcasts and, you know, we're connecting people. So, again, like I said, no accident. But, um, you know, a little bit about me and what I like to do. Yeah, you know, I thought of this question, but I don't know if I got the, the right plan for it. But, you know, for me, um, a lot of what I do is aligning business leaders through you know, spirituality, raising consciousness, finding alignment, uh, finding energy, you know, creating an internal structure that resonates outwards, you know, just kind of bringing everyone together. You know, oft- oftentimes leaders, they have the top-down approach in a company. There's a mission statement. There's things that they want to do, and they want to make sure that the team executes that, you know, from the bottom up and the top down. And for me, it's really aligning with the energetics aligning with the desires, um, looking past the mechanics and tools. We always have the skill set and the mechanics and with tools, and we want that to equal the results. But you know, I firmly believe, and what I've seen is that when you help people align, align on an energetic level, when you help them find their true desires and passions, it's easier for them to bring the mission statement forward because now they're internally aligned. So the company as a whole becomes aligned, right? So that has been my mission, working with mindset, working with internal guidance, you know, and bringing that forward. And there's a lot of modalities that I use, human design being one of them. Um, And when I'm not doing that, (laughs) when I'm not doing that, I love to just have fun. I love to, I'm really like, um, self growth is, is a big part of my downtime, you know, so there's a lot of reading, um, a lot of, a lot of meditation time that I do, um, really kind of tapping into myself. I'm at that phase of my journey. So it's like doing things that raise my vibration, you know, spending time with, with family, you know, I just got recently engaged. Uh, my partner has two kids. So learning to incorporate the family aspect into my life has been new and has been fun. And there's growth in that. And it's like unfamiliarity with that. So, you know, it's a new terrain. So it's all fun, but it's all growth. But it's also like, you know, I just also feel this responsibility to share my growth with the kids because they're so young. They're at that impressionable stage in my life in their lives. So I also feel like, wow, this is an opportunity to do that with them. They're not my children, but at the end of the day I feel like we're all connected, so they're all we're all God's children, right? Everyone's gonna have a different view on this, but so that's a lot of what I do. And I try to I try to exercise. I mean, I injured myself with time. Edwin didn't talk about how old we are, so I'm glad. But with time, I've realized that the running and all the exercise that I used to do, the, the body's like, it's time to slow down, my friend. <laughs> i know, <laughs> a nice place to sit and read.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. No, Pat, it's, it's amazing. Thank you for sharing it. And, and I mean, you hit a, a number of things and we're definitely going to dig into some of them, but just to the point of the beautiful journey you're on with your partner and being a parent. Yes, they're not your kids, but you are a parent. You are a role model and you've been given this opportunity to experience it's a two parenting in my eyes is a two-way street. Not only are the children learning from us, but man, I'd learn right. a, a lot looking at the eyes looking through the eyes of the looking through the world through the eyes of my daughter and um yes. it's it's such a gift actually and maybe maybe like you said it's just it's just the point of we, where we are in our lives that we could appreciate mm-hmm. this cuz maybe 10 years ago maybe 20 years ago you and I may have approached this situation way totally different right
0: oh, uh, so yeah, definitely so it's a, definitely yeah yeah I, I agree with that like i love that you said it's it they teach you constantly I love how you said like learning through the eyes of your daughter like sometimes you know just finding harmony in my life like when you know they walk through the door they're like oh my gosh and and I'm in work mode and sometimes I want to stay in this mode but then I also feel like it's a sign to just shift it's a time it's time to pivot you know and it's just like respect their energy that's coming in and work with that instead of being fixated on what you're doing. So it always challenges me to kind of pull away and just align with what's the energy of the room. Right. So yeah. it, it's a beautiful experience. It's it definitely beautiful. Is. It's beautiful. You know I also feel like I, we, we have two cats, like I feel like the cats, <laughs> animals can do that to you too. Like they yeah. can get you to like, just pull out of whatever you're fixated on and shift your attention.
1: Yeah, anything, and that that that's awesome. And it's funny you bring that. My daughter is like bugging us to get a pet right now, a dog. And I, I am, and <laughs> just, just for those who are listening, I am a dog lover. I love dogs. Um, maybe selfishly, I don't want to get a dog yet um, because I am that person that loves dogs so much. Um, yes, I, you know, I had five growing up, so it's uh, not not consistently but at one point we had four at the house so like i I like so but i live in a building downtown pat and i know you know but i mean all the dogs know me here so they all come to me it's all like i get that and (laughs) and my my parents have one and my sister has one so we are the designated dog sitter which you know it's favorite uncle again yeah i get to enjoy a dog for a week or two and then (laughs) get rid of it so i'm still like i'm still trying to push that with my daughter and stuff but one thing i wanted to what's holding you back uh, what's holding me back is I think there's an opportunity to gift gift the family with a pet and also provide responsibility to my daughter Jade. I just mm. uh, and I don't know if there's a right or wrong time and I'm not trying to like over-engineer this but I you know I I feel like she has to be around 7 or 8 just so she really understands some of the responsibilities because I I want to make my daughter as happy as I I can, right? And of course, I want to see her. If I gave her a dog tomorrow, like her eyes will light up, breathing. I'm gonna feel amazing. I did it selfishly so I could feel great. <laughs> but two months later, I'm doing all the work. <laughs>
0: so, you're walking the dog. You're cleaning up after the dog. Yeah, every puppy, morning. It's a puppy. It's a yeah. puppy. Like, you know, and our training life, the dog.
1: Yeah, our lifestyle as a family is still not ready um, for the dog. I mean. I'm not not to say that we can't adapt. I'm 100% confident that us as a family could adapt to do that. But I think there's also some... Um for something like this, a pet, I think you could strategically plan when to bring it in <laughs> versus like yes. marriage or a child and, you know, some situations that may come up. But I, th- I feel like for a pet, you could be a little more strategic and not not, not overthink, it. <laughs> <Maybe I'm laughs> overthink it. Anyways, let's let's get off me, Pat. I don't want to be asking okay. you. You're on my All podcast, right. by the way. No, I'm just gotcha. kidding. No more questions. <laughs> no, no, like, <laughs> um, now, one thing that you brought up and you mentioned is, you know, when you're in flow or when you're working and the children come home, you know, you get this opportunity um, to take a break or it's a sign to stop. You know, you and I, we worked on the sales floor of a call center of an international company where people just work hard and being in a sales organization, you're not as good as your last deal. You know, there's this Mm. daily grind. You know, I'd love to get your point of view from your experience now in the journey that you're doing and you're sharing is why it's actually important to unlearn that hustle culture and like decondition ourselves
0: out of this. Yes. um, No, that's a great question. And it, it comes up a lot. I feel like I have that discussion quite a bit because I work a lot with energy and alignment and creating the wish fulfilled. And, you know, the hustle culture, like, you know, if we take it back and we look at this hustle culture and there's subcultures of it. and but as a whole, I feel like everyone's subscribed to it. But if you try to really define it, it's like putting putting work before like your hobbies, your personal interests, maybe your health, your sleep, but like it work is at the forefront. And when I see this, you know, I feel like there's a disconnect there, but I also understand where it's coming from because there's this belief that the more we work, the harder we work the more success it's going to yield, right? So if I continue to work and I sacrifice the other things, I will yield more success. And we also, to some extent, we're in a, we're in a culture that kind of glorifies it, right? Like we see power through uh, promotion. You know, we give power to those who are ranked higher in the organizational chart. We give power to those who make more money. So to me, this is an artificial power, but there's also this, um, I think it's a false sense of security there so people are doing things because they feel like yes I will have more power I will accomplish more and I will be more successful um but really there's a lot of disconnect that's happening and I think I feel like it's driven from a lot of fear and false sense of security and you know what and I'll tell you a little bit how how we pivot from it but you know it's sad to see when you create a culture where people feel like I don't want to take time off because if I'm taking time off I'm going to be lazy or if I'm taking time off, I'm not a team player because the culture is one in which people are answering emails on the weekend and people are working 12 hour days and people have vacation time. But at the end of the year, they haven't taken any of the vacation time, you know, or they take vacation, but they're working on vacation and it's, you know, and, it's just when the cult, when when you're in that culture everyone sees things through that lens so no one sees it as wrong you're just you're adjusting to your ecosystem but when you take a step back you can see how unhealthy that could be right and it, trying to be a part of that that culture and i strongly believe you know if you change the way you look at the world the world will start to change if you look at it and you start to understand that it I, so if you look at the world, you start to understand that, you know, if I align with what's internally right for me, I can still yield the results that you want. Like there, there are so many different ways that we can get the results that we want. And subscribing to a hustle and grind culture can be one. But I ultimately believe that that is not the only way Edwin. so it's like finding out what internally is important for you, like aligned internally with your energy first and foremost, right? Where am I being guided and pulled towards? Because when I find, when I'm in this place of hustle and grind and I'm yielding results, I could still feel emptiness. I could still feel this void. I still feel this gap. And for me, it's like, I want to go inside first instead of attaching myself to the material things and allowing that to drive me and being hustle and grind mode. I want to be like, what's right for Edwin? What's internally in alignment for Patrick? Where am I being pulled to? You know, where is my soul guiding me? Where is my energy pulling me towards? Align with those feelings instinctually and then lead from that place. Because when you lead from that place, whether those things in the outside world are there or not, you'll still be in a flow state. Like that is what's going to allow you to stay in flow. When we feel like things are missing, then we're doing all these things to fill the, the gap. But... When you're aligned internally, you're just constantly being pulled in the right direction. And what you'll notice is all the things that you want to manifest, all the things that you want to create, the people, places, and circumstances will come into your life Mm -hmm. to create those things and yield those things, right? So, for me, again, it's about finding true authentic power is aligning within, and that's removing that veil of conditioning that says we need to go out and hustle and grind and push.
1: Yeah, and one thing that was coming to mind, Pat, as you were talking then, and thanks, thanks for sharing, when, they, when you're coming from this external drive or because the culture is the norm to work, would you think that, uh, before I ask the question, because I would argue that you and me and people who've done the deep work We probably work just as much as these people, but Mm. I I think the mindset and the alignment when you're working uh, and being reactive, it's also you're coming from a scarcity mindset where it's like, I don't have enough time. I got to do this. I'm not going to go on vacation because when I come back, my inbox is going to be crazy Um, versus yourself and myself included. And I'm sure a lot of people we work with. It's like, yeah, we work those times, but we're actually we love it. And we're okay okay staying away from, going away from it because we deserve it. Yes. (laughs) And, 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 and and, and there's never going to run out of time. Right. And we're, we're in, we're in, we are in success already because we are doing our work. So is that something that, that, that you come up with a lot in, in terms of like that scarcity mindset?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, what you said hit the nail perfectly. Like you said, we take the time for self because we deserve it and to me that's also like it's it's shifting like this deservingness energy is like this regal energy like yes like i i i i deserve it and i i'm going to be okay and that, and and i i also deserve the time for self for meditation for time off for vacation because i'm also showing myself how much i also love myself right mm-hmm. i love myself enough to give myself space for rest i love myself enough to know that Rest allows me to rejuvenate. And when I rejuvenate, I'm at my best, right? I love myself enough to put in time for family and those things. And it's that is the hard part because again, you have to really see that time for self to nurture self allows you to grow and be the person you want to be. But again, like you said, we, sometimes when we come from these environments, we're conditioned to believe that less time for self and more time for job. And that's, that's the direction you need to go. So that's a big piece. When he boils down to it, I feel like at the foundation, it's about, a lot of it is about self-love too. Like yep. do you love yourself enough to honor that rest time.
1: Yeah, and and this is is a great, uh, I guess, segue in terms of a lot of the work that you do with one of the, you know, with human design. I'd love it if you could Mm -hmm. share, I guess for those who are listening and never heard of human design, first off, Pat, if you could tell us what human design is and maybe if you could, speaking to what we're talking about of, you know, shifting from this hustle and maybe the blocks that you may have to get you away from. you know, that mindset of scarcity to abundance and and how how the human design um, will really allow us to feel that and be that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, human design, thank you, Edwin. Uh, Human design is a synthesis of modern and ancient sciences, right? And it's not a belief system. It's, It's a tool that will help people fall into alignment. And this is what I always tell people. And at a high level, it's a combination. You're looking at, you know, the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah, astrology, quantum mechanics. And with human design, it allows you to get a better understanding of your energy. You know, the understanding is that we all have an aura. We all have energy. You know, anyone who understands like the laws of attraction, like everything has energy, a vibration to it. So when we come into this world, we have an energy, it's almost like your blueprint, so to speak. And your energy, because it carries frequency, really determines how you can navigate this world in a way that has ease and flow. You know, your energy has characteristics to it. We have this aura, which expands maybe six feet in every direction, and it's unique to each person and it carries certain characteristics. So the idea with human design is, once you understand your energy, you'll know what's right for you. You know the energy you carry versus the energy of someone else. You understand when you're in an environment and that energy is pulling you into maybe a place where you're being conditioned. So you can really discern my energy versus someone else. Is this right for me or is this not right for me? And that's really where the basis of human design starts, identifying your energy and knowing what's right for you. When you understand your energy, you can understand, okay, conditioning has me doing the following things on mm-hmm. although it feels because it feels out of alignment with my energy i'm not going to move in that direction that's the really big thing with human design understanding your energy discerning yours from others and then really removing that veil of conditioning like i was mentioning earlier so that you're doing things that are in alignment there's this you know there's this belief right now and because of social media and because of competition, like. We're constantly doing things that other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're we're imitating other people, or we're in a competitive in ecosystem that we're kind of copying other people. And we see, you know, my neighbor has success doing the following things, so perhaps I should do the same. You know, social media—I see people doing this and it's yielding results, so perhaps I should do the same. The dominant culture says working hard is going to ch- yield the results that you want, so perhaps I should do the same. So we're. It's like people are not aware of who they are at their core. Mm-hmm. So they've taken on energy and they're taking on all these programming. So we're trying to figure out who we are by imitating other people, right? So we really need to start. When you understand your human design, you begin to break down these constructs and you get back to who you are. And then when you understand truly who you are, energetically, how you're supposed to navigate, that's how we move with more ease and flow. Because I realize, okay, what's working for Edwin doesn't necessarily have to work for me because Mm -hmm. our energy is different right so then you start really tapping into who you are you start paying attention to your intuitive gifts and then that's how we start to really create from a space of authenticity Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i mean it's so interesting and we talk about energy and and i want to just talk into the terms of you know for those business leaders who might be sitting there and listening like okay i I, kind of get what pat is saying about energy kind of sounds a little woo to me but (laughs) it could (laughs) it could be just as simple pat of you're sitting in your cubicle you're doing the work and you're doing well but it just doesn't feel right i don't feel like i belong i don't feel like there must be something more to my life than what I'm doing today. It could be the, as easy of identifying or being aware that something is not right. Like, it, that could be the start, right? And yeah. that's maybe where your conversations yes. happen, right?
0: Yeah, it could be as simple as you... Yeah, I mean, great, absolutely, Edwin. It could be as simple as you taking inventory and like, what is distracting me throughout the day? It could be as simple as saying... I have the things that I thought would make me happy, but why am I not happy? I, I've I've done the things that are on the list that yeah. were supposed to gu- guarantee success and happiness and fulfillment, but why am I still trying to fill some type of void? Why am I uncomfortable being alone by myself? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I, and for some instances, you know, um, It can be fixation on things. It can be substance use for some people. Oftentimes you see in high power environments, there's oftentimes like a lot of drinking that can happen. It's just kind of paying attention to what else is happening, right? What else is happening? Do I feel like there's something missing? Am I filling my free time with a lot of like substance use and things of that nature? Am I fixating on my work because work is allowing me an escape, right? But then you'll notice that, like you said, there is something energetically that's not in alignment.
1: Yeah, and and, and, and it happens everywhere, right? And it's like, it could just, it could be numbing too, right, Pat? It could be something that is in your subconscious, but maybe it's Mm. showing up in your life of eating unhealthy. Or like you Mm -hmm. said, drinking and partying and escaping the reality. Like there is something there. And maybe that's a little extreme, but I know... Some people who are, you know, listening here, you know, are business leaders, entrepreneurs, creators who uh, have done actually some work already, have who've done yes. some of the personal development. They've done some of these professional development programs, but yet they're still searching, right? So, what would you say to those who are listening in terms of like? You know, okay. Pat, Pat has something here with human design. What would it look like uh, when he talks about diving inwards? With talks about these energies, like just just a little. I, and I know this could probably be like a three hour call, but I just I just want to give an example of how would it work. Um, um I, I wish I actually did my uh, did my uh, <laughs> my I did my body scan. You're uh, yeah, oh, your body graph. I did my body graph. I'll look it up like you said. But but ultimately, it's it, it's understanding. Sorry. No, I was just like for those who are listening, like what would it look like in terms of like I've done the work, but I'm still mm. – there's something missing, right? And and how would human design uh, really approve or improve, you know, the path or change the path of the business leaders today?
0: Yes, and this is for the business leader that – so yeah, whether they've maybe done the work or they've just kind of been introduced to the work or they're novice and they have no idea mm-hmm. um what it is. You know, the first thing – that human design is going to help you do and just kind of raising your consciousness and awareness is going to help you do is really get back into the body, right? Like just getting back into the energy of things. And for some people, I know it could sound woo-woo. Um, and for some people who are kind of on the path, they, they, they start to understand because they've done some of the work. But it's mm-hmm. li- aligning with the body. And I want to like really use simple layman's terms, right? But just, you know, if your day... If the success of your day is defined by how much work you did and then you go at the end of the day and you look at it and like, okay, I had a good day because I did all the work I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe in some instances that could be okay, but what we're missing is how we truly feel energetically, right? So intuitively it's like, how do I feel today? Be, with or without the work, if I remove the work out of it, how do you feel? Because I feel like that's where, that the intention should be there. And then that's how we'll know we're in alignment, right? My, My day, how I feel shouldn't always be dependent on the work I do on the outside because then I receive validation from all my work. There should also be an opportunity for me to say, where's my energy level? How do I feel? And allow that to lead, that should be the primary and allow the work to accompany that feeling. And that's really kind of what I'm getting to. We're trying to get business leaders, executives, teams and environments, to almost shift the culture in a sense that it allows for that intuitive piece to be part of the culture. It allows for you know alignment to be a part of the culture in the sense that we want every individual to feel that they're doing the work that is right for them in a way that's right for them, right? That's the biggest piece, just in a way that's right for them. So it's creating that structure that every individual feels like, yes, my overall goal is X, but my team allows me to to do the work in a way that's right for me, right? And it's a bit of a shift from the way we've always done things. But, you know, sometimes it requires a shift so that we can get to these goals, right? So that's the biggest piece is really starting there at a place where you allow space for everyone to understand kind of energetically where they are. Um, For someone who's really trying to take their growth to the next level, because I feel like, Edwin, there are phases to the journey, mm-hmm. you know, so where someone is very new, I think it starts at that level where they can just really understand identifying their energy, knowing what's comfortable, knowing what's right for them. And then really understanding, am I doing things because I truly subscribe to them because I feel like this is what's best for my growth? Mm-hmm. Or am I doing things that it's from a base of scarcity and fear, but I just can't I can't feel it energetically. I'm struggling with identifying it. So sometimes I do things out of scarcity and fear. And sometimes I do things that I'm in alignment, but I need help just identifying what's truly right for me. And that's a great starting place because then that person can say, I know I'm making this decision out of fear, but I also know it's not in alignment. I'm just struggling with the shift, right? And it's, it's a new place, new terrain for me. So that's really like the starting place for the person who's just starting. And for, a lot of people that i've worked with who have been doing it for a while it's about getting them to a place where they're truly aligned internally where they can really connect with their instinct more mm-hmm. you know they're driven from an internal place ex- instead of an external place because i'll tell you i'll tell you this and i'm i'm speaking a lot about this because i'm passionate about this is once you're aligned internally like really things start to have a lot of flow to it they have this grace to it you have so much harmony to your world, you see every opportunity as a and a learning opportunity, a growth opportunity. And when you th- see things from that lens, every day is exciting. Like you have gratitude for every day, and you're excited to see what direction you know your work is going to go in. So, really, that's the ultimate place to get someone at where they see every day as a, a learning opportunity that's bringing them closer to their desires.
1: Yeah, and 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 just just to end on that point and on on a, on a thought on that pat for those who are further along on their journey, there's an understanding that what you know today could change because Mm -hmm. you're constantly receiving feedback and you're constant you have a system, you have a routine in place that allows you to identify, you know what this is what things and how I feel, but oh, this doesn't feel right. Like you're, you're, you're analyzing things and maybe, which may get the crazy part is, and you could ask my wife about this. I'm always like, oh, you know, that that's interesting. Why, why, why did I react like that? You know, yes. like even, even with my daughter this morning, we had a situation and it's just like, oh, that actually hurt me. Like, like should I be acting <laughs> like that? That's uh, um, but it's, it's, uh, and I'm sure you, I'm sure you you talk about this, and I know you share a lot on your Instagram. We'll put your we'll put your link in the the show notes below. Thanks, sir. But um, but it's this 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 you know th- no two humans are alike. Yes. So whatever works for Pat, and I know he said it is not going to may not work for me, but right. what does work for all of us is ensuring we're in tune to internally understand. These triggers and how something actually yes. made me feel like I love my daughter. Why did it make me feel upset? Right? Like it's so weird. But <laughs> I'm at like Pat. I'm at that point in my life. It's like <laughs> my wife is like, oh, yeah, you're just too sensitive. I'm like, no, I don't know. Maybe, maybe my sensitivity right. is higher because I, uh, you know, I turn that knob up on the on the you know on the turn not the turntable but on the dashboard. And uh, right. hey, man, it's a it's it's a Spidey sense, right? Um. <laughs> I, I we'll talk about this forever, but, but I but I wanted to ask about you, and I wanted to turn it to you because someone yes, who is also course. in also passionate about getting people to this state, to leveling up in their life. I'm curious, like, what are you currently working on? What are you stacking on in your life that you found mm. that you're Oh, you know what? This is this is fairly new, and and uh, and 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 it's making you become an effective communicator, community leader, or,
0: or whatnot. Yeah, um, for me, the it's the constant growth, um, you know. And this is going to be different for everyone. There's just things that I love to just kind of dive into. I'm constantly on that journey. But I would say this: um, the growth for me is is two things. Uh, trying to find flow in things that you may not necessarily like. And what I mean by that is when we're doing things that we absolutely love, we're doing things that align with our desires. It's very easy to find flow. It's getting that channeling state and you Mm -hmm. just get so, you know, your skill matches what you're doing and you're in the zone is what a lot of people say. And it's very easy to create from that space. You can lose track of time and you wait and everyone knows that feeling when you're just in it and you love it. What I'm also trying to work on too is finding flow in things that maybe I'm not necessarily in love with, finding Mm. flow in things that are also difficult for me, finding flow in things that maybe I have some resistance around, right? But also trying to get into a flow state because just because it's not an ideal state, you know i you could still try to find flow i there's a book by victor frankl i think man's search for meaning you know when they were in the concentration camps and mm-hmm. you know yeah, great book. he was also trying to find this kind of flow state he, he mentioned it in a different way but you know what i pulled from that is you know we can choose to polarize ourselves in a way that i can move from like something that's not working to something that is working but I don't define my feeling based on the circumstance. I can try to say, okay, I know this circumstance is not ideally what I want, but can I still find flow? The job opportunity is not the job that I necessarily want, the position is not where I want, or I want more advancement, or I want to shift to entrepreneurship, and I'm doing this work that feels like, you know, I'm just moving the needle, but can you still find a way to find flow in it so that it makes, then now your day is filled with flow. So then now your vibrational energy is different, right? And now I'm creating, like you said, what I impress on the subconscious is what we experience in our reality. So if mm-hmm. I can find flow throughout the day, woo! Then like my my day had energy as flow, and then the people around me, my wife, the kids, my colleagues can feel my energy, even though I'm doing something that necessarily is not my favorite thing. Right, but it's my ability now to channel that energy into it because I can still get into this flow state. Right, that that's a place where I'm really trying to get into, just kind of understanding that element and bringing that into a lot of the things that I do. And I know, you know, if anyone that's listening, I understand there are things that we're not going to necessarily like. And they're not going to bring us that much joy, but sometimes by default, we're quick to say, well, I don't like it. So this is my energy, you know, (laughs) so deal with it, you know, like, you know, I don't like this stuff or this is not my favorite part of the day. So we allow that to dictate our day, our energy, our mood, our vibe, but, you know, laws of polarity, I can also polarize myself to be like, well, I'm still going to find flow in this somehow, some way I'm going to see the growth in this. And because I see the growth in this now, my energy is infectious. What you know? What I really
1: love that you brought that up. So I here's the time here's the timing with this Pat, and uh, and yes, hundred percent. There's every every job has tasks or things to do that is not desirable. So yes. I was on my run. Check this out. I was turning on my run. I ran down to the lake shore yesterday, and I was thinking, you know, in in the world of social media, there's a lot of yes. do what you love. I actually, yes. I, I actually, I did a video just to keep myself in, in in this sense. But I said, I think that's wrong. I think mm-hmm. you, I think you have to love what you do, and it doesn't matter what yes. you do. Yes, you could choose different things eventually, but you have to do things. What you have to wash your dishes. Maybe not everyone listening. But when you wash the dishes, <laughs> love those dishes. <laughs> someone's gonna eat. Someone's gonna eat off that dish eventually, right? But if you're not, if you're going there, oh, I just hate. Do I hate doing dishes? You're putting your energy. If it's a lower state, your intentions, mm-hmm. your 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 quality of work is gonna show. So. I mean, li- this was literally yesterday, Pat. I'm not even making right. this up. And then you brought this See up, how this like works? this. I love, <laughs> <laughs> Pat. We just, to- we-, we just need a, we just need a weekly show. Um, We're all connected, Edwin. We're all yeah. connected. <laughs> but anyways, that was sort of the reframe. I was like, you know what? Yes, I, I cut. Like I said, I, I shared this with-, with my wife. She's like, well, I don't really love what I do. But I said, but you always put your best in it. I'm not saying to, Mm -hmm. you know, the word love. Maybe it's not love. Maybe, like you said, put your best energy into it because Mm -hmm. it's a reflection of you. So how can you choose to do 100% on one thing and then, you know what, I'm only going to choose zero. How confused is your internals? Like, you should be showing up 100 every time. Even, Even if it's like having a dog and picking up after
0: the puppy all the time. Oh yeah. you know, Of course I
1: don't like picking up.
0: Yes. <laughs> but you know what but I'm it's, saying. It's, you know what? It's cool about that too, Edwin Del, Like in any, you know, and you just comply to anywhere you are and whatever you're doing, what you said there as well is like, it's a reflection of you. Like what, what's being projected is saying something about what's internally inside of you. So it gives you an opportunity to kind of pivot and and start to work on it. If if you see it, right? Like you have to see it. Yeah, 100%. If you blame your external circumstances then, you know, mm-hmm. you you're not going to see it, but I love what you said because it really allows one the opportunity to s- start to say, "Okay, my outside world's not congruent with what the how I what I want to feel." So, where is where do I start changing things? Yeah.
1: We we could choose. You can love those bubbles when you wash the dishes right like you just do something
0: (laughs) you can you can you know like even um like little things that i try to do like obviously i have a lot of fun when i'm running and i'm doing a lot of things but you know like you said like just doing little things around the house i just i'm just i see like oh like you said like you're doing this and washing the dishes because i know someone else is going to eat from it and these are my dishes and this is our house and there's joy in keeping it fresh and nice instead of looking at it like a task, like, oh, why can't someone else do this? I'm exactly. so sick and tired of yeah. doing exactly. this. <laughs> now, I'll tell you, there's the, the journey. Like, I wasn't always this way. Before, no, no, there was 100%. A lot of- <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? But like, and, and again, if we can implement that, you know, as entrepreneurs, because entrepreneurs, you wear so many hats. So there's gonna be tasks like usually when we're working on the business, we love what we do, but there's a lot of the back end things which you're not going to love. But like you said, if you can shift it and just see is the part is part of the whole and the whole is the part of the part. So it's all connected. So I'm I'm learning to enjoy this and I can find flow in doing something the back end tasks. But I really, really love when I'm presenting or when I'm, you know, doing face-to-face. Yeah.
1: Well, you and, you and me both. I'm not, I'm not, I'm human. There are still yes. resistance and a lot of the parts of my businesses that are still in my responsibility, right? I still haven't exited those roles or handed it off. So, but what happens is if I... Come in. That stuff never gets done because I'm already putting that energy. Like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, it's so tough. Right. I'd rather right. call Pat up and you know, let's go hang out and you know, let's let, let's chill out for a <laughs> bit, right? Because of course that's desirable. That's fun. There's energy. I'm hanging of out with course. cool. I'm hanging out with Pat. That's just all good vibes, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but listen, Pat. I mean, I'm I'm having a blast. Um, you and I could Me chat too. again. Maybe we'll talk again as well. But I'd love it if you could share with those who are listening, um, you know, a final thought. Ideally, maybe one thing that they could take away that's an actionable recommendation uh, to those who are listening today.
0: Yes. Um, thank you again, Edwin, for having me on the show. This was, this was great. It's always catch, good catching up with you. Uh, one recommendation, you know, for the audience, because we have a lot of business people, leaders, executives um, on the show, it's, you know, really try to get to a place where you know, we align with our energy. I believe that we can have what we want in this world. And clearly we enjoy to work. There's a goal that we all have. There's a definite chief aim, you know, that's why I think we are business leaders, executives, entrepreneurs. So we have this vision of what we want for ourselves. You know, always hold that vision in place, regardless of what's happening in your external world. You know, sometimes we can feel deflated. Sometimes we feel like things are not happening as quickly as we want. Sometimes we have a timeline But the vision is not coming as quickly as that timeline. And the one thing that I want to say is when you notice that, a lot of times it's based on limited beliefs, doubts, fears, indecisions, hesitations. You know, do what you can to remove those from that subconscious and just maintain that feeling. And as long as you do, you'll notice that you'll still remain in flow. You know, your happiness is not dictated on how quickly it comes because you believe and you know that it's going to come.
1: Yeah, that's a great tip. I appreciate it. It's definitely always a, rom- a reminder for me as well in terms of, you know, just just taking tabs. But Pat, it's been an absolute pleasure. Please let us know where we could find more information about you, your programs, your work or anything you'd want to share with us today.
0: Absolutely. Thank you again, Edwin. So if you're looking to get in touch with me, the website is Um Also, you can find me on Instagram at underscore rawtoreal.com and um, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Raw to Real, where we talk a lot about, you know, raising your level of consciousness, you know, creating what you want to desire. Sorry, creating what you truly desire and bringing that into fruition. And then really, Eliminating limited beliefs that are holding you back, that are not allowing you to be the person you want to be, to live up to your full potential. So thank you, Edwin. This was great. It's always great to to speak to like-minded people, share this, and you know, share this information. It's fantastic. Thank you.
1: Amazing. Thank you for joining us on the Business Leadership Podcast.
0: Thank you, sir.
1: That's it, biz leaders. Thank you for joining me yet on another episode of the Business Leadership Podcast. This was episode... Number 176 with my very dear friend, Patrick Dankwa. You know what? Patrick and I could talk forever, but one thing that really hit home with me on this conversation with Patrick is when he talked about being aligned. Specifically when he said, once you're aligned internally, like really things start to have a lot of flow to it. They have this basically grace to it. You have so much harmony to the world. You see every opportunity as a learning opportunity or a growth opportunity, and that's when you see things for the lens every day. It's basically exciting. That touched home for me because I've been doing a lot of deep dives over the last couple years, and I feel aligned, and the outside world is bringing things to me, so I definitely hope you took something away from this episode but for more information about Patrick his programs or any other resources that we shared, please go to thebusinessleadership.com 176 of course just hit the show notes below and all the links are there as well I'd love it if you could share this episode with three other like-minded business leaders friends colleagues of yours or tag me tag me on social media I'd love to hear from you I'd love to know What hit home from you? And I'd even love to say hi. This episode was brought to you by Slingshot Communication. It's the business leader's preferred cloud phone service. What I really like about the service is how I am able to expand, how I am able to grow 100 times by allowing the systems, the integrations transform my business. I mean, having the ability to have just a dedicated business SMS for me has changed the game. I contact my clients, the stakeholders, via text messages, through Slingshot, and then I turn it off during off hours. That allows me to be present when I'm with my family, my friends, and the people that care most. To learn more, please go to thebusinessleadership.com slash SMS. And by the way, if you haven't done so yet, please do give the show a follow, leave a review, leave a comment on your favorite podcast player, I mean, believe it or not, it actually helps the show a great deal of, you know, for, you know, having other business leaders find and discover this show. I do love reading your comments, so keep it coming. I appreciate you. I see you. I feel you. Um, But until next time, do your best and have a 100X day. Thank you for listening to the Business Leadership Podcast
0: at thebusinessleadership.com.